There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Hey, welcome to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station. This is your host, Jake. So I just watched the Eagles and the Bucks game. Um, overall, I think it was a pretty good game from the Eagles. I know they lost, but they were playing last year's Super Bowl champions. And pretty much the greatest of all time quarterback, Tom Brady. So for my quick reactions, I think that Hurts had a pretty good game. I know he had a lot of misses. I know there was stuff he could have did better. But the Eagles' offensive line was just it was just bad. Like, they didn't give Hurts any time. Uh, lots of times it seemed that, you know, the defensive line for the Tampa Bay Bucks was just crashing through, just taking over. And it's really hard, like, to have a almost a rookie quarterback, you know, four games, sure, whatever. But he's still a rookie. So it was a tough it was tough for Hertz to really go through and do his reads. I know he missed some guys overthrowing. I know he I know there was one really bad interception on the left side of the field. But overall I feel pretty good about uh Jalen Hurts at this point. I don't think the loss was on him. Um you know, thinking about the rest of the team, like the defense seemed to struggle. The defense really seemed to struggle, especially against the run. The run, you know, Fournette was just running the ball all over the place. Uh, the the defensive the the run defense really needs to really needs to improve. I don't know what they can do, but uh, the linebacker crew just they don't seem that good. I know, um, you know. I know our linebacker crew was not great, but they just look really, really bad right now. They look lost. I know Singleton, you know, he had all his tackles last year. I think he's probably tackling a lot this year too. But it's just that Singleton is just, he's a smaller size guy. He's got a, you know, trying to bring down Fournette, who's a really big, tough guy. Seems to be, uh, seems to give him some trouble. So I really think that, you know, something has to, you know, we need to get some bigger linebackers in here. We need to get some guys that have a little more experience. I know Michael Parsons was taken last year in the first for the Cowboys, and he seems to be a stud. So I'm not really sure how great other uh, linebackers will be in the upcoming drafts. But it seems that they need like a Malcolm Jenkins kind of on the defense. They need a They need a good coach on the defense. And I'm not sure who that is because, you know, the quarterback is the coach of the offense. But who's who's the coach on the defense? Who's getting all the guys 
set up. You know, I thought it was going to be McLeod, but McLeod got hurt and he was back and he did some things. I think he had some tackles, maybe a sack, but I'm not sure that he's that guy. It, it kind of surprised me when, you know, when Malcolm Jenkins was leaving and they thought that McLeod was going to be the new leader of the defense. And I didn't really see it, but uh, who knows? I I haven't heard much talk about that. I haven't really heard anybody say this is the new quarterback of the defense. But, I, you know, I don't really need to go into that. The defense just, you know, right off the bat, I think the first play was Tom Brady throwing it. Uh, I don't remember who it was to. I don't have the stats up, unfortunately. I didn't really think this through. This is kind of just like a spur-of-the-moment podcast I wanted to do and put out there into the universe. But right away, three Eagles defenders standing around a receiver. Tom Brady throws a right to him. Like, nobody was on him. Like, they didn't, I guess, maybe, you know, maybe I don't know how zone defense works, but um, nobody was on him, and nobody stepped up. Nobody took over. Nobody stopped him. Nobody played close. So it was a it was an easy pass and catch for a first, and uh, man, I mean, the Bucks are really good. They're a really good team, and I was in a Discord chat today, just you know, chatting with the Eagles, and everybody's, well, not everybody. A lot of people were super negative, like, oh, like, you know, this team sucks. They're never going to be good, but the Bucks are a really really good team. They're very good. They won the Super Bowl last year. I doubt they even lost many people. They obviously didn't have Gronk, who would have been... I mean, I don't even know what the score would have been. But they only lost by they only lost by six points. Therefore, you bet on the Eagles, the Eagles would have covered. And you'd be winning some money. I'm not a big better. I think the NFL is pushing that, like, ad nauseum. Like, I don't really... I don't bet on things. I don't... It's not that I don't agree with it. I just think it's a stupid, stupid use of money. I don't get a thrill out of it, so I don't bet on things. <clears throat> Overall, I think that this is a positive thing for the Eagles. I know they have a little bit of a tough stretch coming up, but I do think that they have like six, six games at the end against division rivals. I think the Giants are a joke. I think the Eagles are going to roll through the Giants. Washington, I think, is... Uh, they'll give a little bit of a... They'll give the Eagles some problems. But the, the Redskins are not... Are not the Bucks, And the Cowboys have a super high-powered offense. I don't know... I don't know what Gannon's going to do. But he needs to make some changes so that they can stop the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, overall, like... I didn't think it was an awful game from the Eagles. And they had momentum at the end of the game. Uh, you know, they had that big stop on Fournette. And uh, and it's just like, it was a dumb penalty. I don't totally agree with that, with that penalty being called. Because um, I think it was Jannard Avery. I don't, I, I don't have notes in front of me. I really should have them. When I was doing this, but I just I didn't feel like setting up everything and going through it. So um, let's just say it was Jannard Avery, and uh, Avery just stood there, right? He kind of got in his face a little bit. He just stood there, but he was called for taunting. Like it makes no sense. He was called for taunting. 
He stood there, okay? He st I guess he stood aggressively. But that makes no sense to me. Like, yeah, he might have said something. And uh, the ref was right there. But, like, Fournette kind of head like headbutted him. I think that's a much more egregious foul than, you know, anything that was said or or standing there. And um, I just think that was a, kind of a bullcrap penalty. And it was really, that one really, really hurt. You know, the Eagles in the last drive, they just couldn't recover after that. They were going to get the ball back. Um, and then that was, that was the game, obviously. Also, when, uh, when Sirianni went for that field goal, what was that? What is Sirianni thinking about? We're down 14, uh, 14 points. No, 13 points. I think we're down 13 points. Going for a field goal? Like, come on, dude. Like, what? I, I know obviously we missed it. It was 4th and 10. But, like, I don't know. I just think that he should have been more aggressive there. Um, it is it is 4th and 10, but maybe you have that one play deep down in your notebook that you can pull out and... And just, you know, pick up that first, uh, sorry about the squeaks, I'm not trying to do that. I need to get better. Uh, but just pull, just pull up that one play that really, that really, really, you know, couldn't get that 10 yards. Maybe a sneak, maybe, why not call a draw with Jalen Hurts? I have not seen a draw with Jalen Hurts. Feel free to correct me, but I don't know, it's kind of a college play. I think it's kind of useful. I see other teams run it, and it works out well. Hurts is a running quarterback. Maybe have Sanders out there or uh, or Kenny G out there ready for the toss from Hurts. And just go for it. See what happens. Maybe, you know, do something weird. You know, do, uh, uh, you know, do, do the direct snap to uh, Kenny G and have Hurts out there, you know, and, and Kenny G can throw it to Hurts. I don't know if that'd be an absolutely stupid idea. I could be a ridiculous head coach, but I would have fresh ideas and I would try things and see what works because Sirianni, I don't think he's going to get fired this year. Next year, he could get fired for sure. But this year, he kind of has the ability to try some things. Um, I'm not saying that at all that Sirianni should be fired. I think they are, this, this team is hanging with these top talented teams. Um, the Bucks won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, the Eagles are paying a, you know, a ton of cap space. I think in the 20 millions, 27 million rings a bell in my head. I'm not, I don't have the number here, but the Eagles are, you know, have cap space that still goes to Carson Wentz, who isn't even here playing. So, so I think the Eagles are doing well with what they have. Um, they got a little bit of talent. It seems like Nelson was a good pickup on defense. He seems to be doing some things. He's he's kind of hot and cold. You know, he gets burned sometimes, but he also makes some plays. And, uh, yeah, I, for this game, I don't think... It's hard to say which group it was on, really. Um, there's even a bad putt, punt. Why did I say punt? Putt. There's a, there's a bad punt. Um, there was a you know, a missed field goal. So special teams contributed a bit to this loss. I think the offense was almost completely absent for the first three quarters. There was some scoring going on. There was some things. I mean, Hertz, Hertz did okay. 
Hurts, it wasn't Hurts' best game this year. Um, he definitely threw that pick, and he overthrew the guy. You know, everybody was saying that he can't throw the deep ball. He's always underthrowing. There, he actually overthrew it. But um, yeah, it just went, it just went right to the guy, and uh, you know, so it wasn't great. Hertz also made some okay throws. He hooked up with uh, Zach Hertz quite a bit, which you know helped. Helped. Also, I don't. I don't. I mean, the running was. Sanders kind of got loose a couple times, but overall, like, I don't know if Sanders is the guy. He's not a physical enough runner for me. I look at these other teams that we have been playing against, Atlanta, um, the Bucks, and they just have this big, powerful running back that can just kind of run through people and make guys miss. And I'm not really, you know, I don't think Sanders is that guy. Sanders is kind of like shady a little bit that he's elusive. But he goes down with contact pretty quickly. As soon as he's touched, he's kind of always going down. So I'm, I'd am i be looking for Kenny G might be that guy. He, he, he seems to be a tough runner. He can run through, um, he can run through the guys on the goal line. For some reason, I think Sanders is a little bit, bit bigger than him, but maybe maybe Kenny G can gain some pounds and become a really big, tough running back. But that would be nice for the Eagles just to have a running back that's like, you know, really tough and really can run through guys and, and make yards out of nothing, which I think Sanders is not that guy. Sanders can hit the open hole. Saw a touchdown from Sanders. It was fine. It was good. It was great. You know, good job. But I just, I don't think he's that, um, he's just not that uh, really physical running back that I think the Eagles need. When we won the Super Bowl, we had LeGarrette Blunt, and Blunt was that dude, right? He was that powerful, tough, you know, straight up the middle running back that could get those yards that were needed. So on offense, the running, the running was okay. It wasn't great, but... I don't think this is on the offense. The offense kept them in the game. They did enough with the ball. They were missing for most of the game, which is tough. Um, yeah, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much it's on the offense. It's on the offense a little bit, but thinking about the defense too. The defense was pretty tired most of the game. I think. I think the play. So honestly, I'll, I'll reveal what I think was my was the real main factor here. In a little bit, but I think the defense, the defense kept them in the game. There was still a lot of points scored by the Bucks. There was a lot of yards given up. Ben, don't break right. But I think the defense, they they offensive defense and. Uh, Definitely kept them in these game in the, in this game, so I wouldn't really put the blame on either the offense or the defense. Special teams, yeah, they missed. They had a bad punt. They missed that field goal. That that field goal hurt because it would have been a three point game, and uh, I mean it still wouldn't matter for this game necessarily. But maybe the plays call could be di- play calls could be different on uh, on offense. The penal- that penalty really really hurt. And now I'm going to say something that I'm sure a lot of people will hate. 
The refs absolutely sucked in this game. They were so, so bad. It was one-sided through the first probably two quarters. The first half was so one-sided. There was at least three defensive pass interference calls on the Bucks that were, were just blatant and not called. Absolutely inexcusable. I just, it makes it so bad. It makes it so hard to watch. Obviously, I'm an Eagles fan, but if it was just that unfair against any one team, I would just think it's so hard to call, or sorry, so hard to watch. I'm just, I'm very disappointed, and uh, there were some makeup calls maybe at the end. I mean, there were still penalties, right? They weren't just non-penalties, so when I... When I say makeup call, like when somebody says that, what I think about is just like a penalty that was just not really a penalty, but they kind of gave it to the other team to make up for some really egregious calls early. They were definite penalties, but they, but just instead the refs were actually calling them on uh, pass interference and uh, like I just remember one, like two on Devontae Smith on, um, not on Beal, but uh, they were just so bad that like, they're just so bad that like on one uh Smith's arm was being held and uh he couldn't even get it around to catch the ball like uh I don't know it's just it makes it tough to watch when the calls are just so one-sided I think the refs kind of impacted this game quite a bit and like the holding calls like I think the Bucks were called for holding in the second half but like they could have been called all game. Like, you know, man, I couldn't even take it. Like, uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, like, I was listening to the Prime uh, cast on my TV, and I couldn't take them anymore. Like, they even said out loud how much they were simping for Tom Brady. It was so embarrassing. Like, it wasn't embarrassing. It was awful to listen to. It made my ears bleed. Literal blood was coming out of my ears. It was so bad. I I had to turn them off. Like, it was... Like, I don't know. Do they not care? Or is it just that, like, they're just so, like, awe-inspired by uh, Tom Brady? Like, Aikman used to play QB. Okay. You know, whatever I do with my job, if I see somebody else doing a good job, I think, wow... That's good. Like, uh, I can draw some inspiration from that person. I'm not simping about him, like, for the next, I don't know, every chance I get. I'm not saying, oh, you're so wonderful. Oh, he's so wonderful. He does it so well. Like, give me a break. Like, uh, and, and Joe Buck. Joe Buck never even played. So, like, he's just like the, the, I don't know. I feel like he's a little kid looking up to somebody. Like, come on, man. Keep it together. Have a little bit of, like, journalist journalistic integrity but what they do is not journalism all i do is comment on the game and now i think about it like all these streamers today and stuff i don't have you know whatever you can have your opinion think they're good bad that's all they are it's just they're commenters just like those guys watching streams and commenting on it or and they're not even making the streams they're just people doing reaction video. that's all they do that's all the commentators do is just reaction live reaction video like uh, you know, they're just <laughs> they're just making dumb comments and and you know simping on whoever is their favorite is it's bad. 
It is uh, almost midnight. Um, I've kind of been rambling a little bit. So if you guys made it this far, good job. I, uh, I respect you for making it this far. I have no idea what the audio is going to sound like because I'm just recording off my phone because I'm too lazy to you know, get my microphone out and headset and all that good stuff and actually do like a, a real video or a real audio at least. Ow. Sorry. Um, maybe I'll, uh, I'll start making YouTube videos at some point. That would be cool, right? I'll think about it. Yeah, overall, I, I feel good about this team, though, going forward. I think their schedule will be easier than the Bucks. I think the Bucks are a very good team. You know, last week they played the Chiefs. They were competitive against the Chiefs. This week they're competitive against the Bucks. So I'm feeling good about those two things. Or not last, sorry. I guess two weeks ago, because they just beat the Panthers last week. I man, it just stinks. Like it's it's one of those things. Like I think they could have won this game. They were competitive. They were coming back. There was a dumb, dumb penalty. Like the refs are really impacting these games, and it really makes me mad. It, it's uncalled for. The refs, <laughs> the refs should not be deciding the game. Like they should just they should just take a step back. Uh, I listened to Ross Tucker football podcast, and he had a good point. He's like, the refs are just overly involved at this point. They should just take a step back. If anything's egregious, yeah, call it. Um, but like, if it's ticky tack, just let it go. And I just, I think the Eagles are just kind of the punching bag for the refs this year. And I don't like saying that. I think it's kind of a cheap thing to say. Is just, oh yeah, it's always on the, you know, it's all in the refs. But I really think the refs are impacting these games, and it's like. The Eagles literally have to beat the other team plus the refs at this point to win. And they almost did today, which was amazing. And I feel good about this team going forward. I think Sirianni is, he's not necessarily, he does make adjustments adjustments in game. Uh, he doesn't make huge adjustments in game. But it seems that after the games, he, he makes really large adjustments. Like, uh, like there still wasn't a ton of runs today, but they are definitely running the ball more than twice a game or whatever. Like, it's not ridiculous, but it's it's still probably too little. I mean, I think earlier in the game they did try to run the ball, with Hurts especially, and they were not getting the yards. So, um, yeah, I think I think just running the ball more does two things. It's not just going for yards, but it's 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 um, obviously going for yards. Number one, number two, it sets. It kind of changes how the defense has to play. If they are running the ball, that's like another side um, that the defense has to look for. They're not just focusing on the pass, so that's good. And third, it keeps the defense off the field, so the defense isn't getting like super tired, which I think the Eagles have been. Eagles defense has been very tired the last couple of weeks and uh i think that's why it's important to run the ball at first um i think the page i said patriots okay the bucks first drive took five or six minutes off the clock that's a long time for the defense to be out there playing defense it would be nice for uh for the eagles to have some of those longer drives once in a while as well it's but overall it's too hard to complain i think sirianni is doing enough to keep them in these games I think the players are doing enough to stay in these games. And the, the way I see this whole season, right, is an evaluation year. That's how I see it. Any little 
um, positive things that come out of it, you know, beating Carolina, um, staying competitive with the Chiefs, staying competitive with the Bucks. Those are all kind of little bonuses, and, I, and it's super hard as a diehard Eagles fan to just be okay with that. Like, obviously, at one point, I was getting mad today. I was like, I just want to turn it off, like, turn it off, even though uh, if I go to a game, I stay till the end. I do all that every time. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever turned off an Eagles game. I always, if I'm there, I have time, I watch it, just because I'm such like a, you know, as Birds with Friends says, I'm such a sicko. I just, I need to watch to the end. But overall, I feel good about this game. They're staying competitive. Um, I think Hurts, Hurts is up and down. I think Hurts is, uh, Hurts is, Hurts is, Hurts is better than Wentz. I feel that Hurts is going to continue improving. And Hurts may be getting the Eagles starting job next year. It's not a ridiculous take. It may happen. And uh, I'm kind of excited for it. So that's my uh, post game post game putt. Oh, excuse me, post game pot for today. Um, as always, fly goes fly. Thank you for listening to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed and consider becoming a supporter.